Jesus Christ, Doc, you disintegrated Einstein. Disintegrated Einstein. Einstein. It's a mini-sode! Hi, it's Frida. And it's Abby. And welcome to our Science at the Movies Minnesota series, where we tackle both films we have deemed unworthy of a full hour and films not in the scope of our podcast, but that we love so much we simply have to mention them. You guess which is which. So we're in our 90s disaster film miniseries. Two weeks ago, we gave you Twister. And this week's episode is on which movies, Abby? We are doing, oh, we're on the on the Impact movies, Armageddon and Deep Impact. Yeah. So Coupled together because it's the same natural disaster in theory. So pretty much I've watched Deep Impact and you've watched Armageddon, although we've each managed to kind of watch a bit or a lot of the other movie. So yeah. I have not watched Armageddon since I was little. And I, when I right. was little, I didn't watch Deep Impact. So this was the first time that I've ever watched it. Oh. Um, but I did do a little bit of um, retrospective um, Armageddon stuff. So I've got like a couple of things to say. Our format is a little bit different. Um, we're just going to ask each other three questions. The first one is, um, what's your biggest surprise? That can be something that you loved, you hated, something that surprised you, you didn't remember it, just something that made a big point for you. The next one is... Weird science. It doesn't have to be weird. I just like to say weird science, but it can be terrible science. It can be <laughs> super interesting science. Um, and then the last thing is make a comment on the women in the movie. So mm-hmm. let's begin, shall we? Okay. Yeah. With which one shall we begin with? We'll begin with Armageddon and Abby. Okay. You're going to give the summary. So do it. Um, so, Armageddon, 1998 movie starring Bruce Willis, Liv Tyler, and Ben Affleck, as well as many others. Um, oh, Billy Bob, Billy Bob Thornton, gotta mention him. So, the movie essentially is a bunch of random stray rocks start destroying the planet, and people go, Hey, something's happening. Look, huge asteroid. How do we fix it? Well, let's nuke it. But we can't use astronauts. Get these oil riggers dudes to go up there. Dig a big asshole and nuke the place. In the meantime, Liv Tyler has a great love story happening with her uh, beau Ben Affleck, which, you know, daddy is not approving of. And then we have a beautiful, lovely, sentimental moment at the end where daddy accepts her love and sacrifices himself for the survival of her happiness. And he blows up the asteroid and everything's cool. That's Armageddon. Yippoo. So they sent a bunch of oil riggers up because, I don't know what that was, because astronauts are just a bunch of dumb shits, right? Yep. And (laughs) (laughs) that's NASA in that movie. Um, And then they have to send a nuke on the inside. Yeah. Okay. I I remember loving the movie. And then like kind of on on the revisit, it's a bit like... Oh, wow. But at the time, I was like, this is great. <laughs> I remember loving the movie, but I also remember that I was a big idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so like, that would yeah, explain that. Yeah, you're in the 90s and we're young and it's like, come on, just give me smash bang flashy shit. That was definitely my vibe. 
Well, the the Liv Tyler's face, it's like the whole movie is cut with her reaction shots of her in the NASA <laughs> building. You know what I mean? So like all yeah. the drama that's happening up in the sky is cut to her face reacting. Yeah. And she, the two men she loves. It's kind of funny revisiting it. It's kind of funny when you revisit it and it's like just her face yeah. being like this emotion, that emotion, this emotion, that emotion. <laughs> But don't forget the head down, the hand on the screen, that big moment that was taken from Titanic. Yeah, it's pretty funny. There's a, <laughs> there's a hand on the screen moment. I'm writing it down so we can come back to it later when we compare. Hand on the screen moment. we got to come back to this because each movie has okay. a hand on the screen moment. Classic. All right, let's ask some questions. Okay. Abby. Cool. When yeah. you watched Armageddon recently again, what was your biggest surprise something that had a big impact on you oh i didn't i didn't write down something that had a big impact on me i just wrote down my best bit okay so yeah um my best bit is Liv tyler talking about her period on the oil rig full of men that's your best bit it's my favorite moment (laughs) there's this like she comes out and it's this whole thing it's this whole contrast (laughs) idea of like he's like you can't be, you're just a little girl. You can't be with a man. You No men are to touch you and come near you. I'm your daddy. I'm going to protect you. So I'm going to put you on this oil rig in the middle of the fucking ocean surrounded by nothing but horny men. But then it's like supposed to be this heartwarming thing where she's kind of grown up in that environment so they all take care of her. So there's yeah. this great thing where like he's freaking out about it and then she's just has this line where uh, he's freaking out about her being surrounded by these men and her line is just, First time I got my period, Rock had to take me into Taipei for Tampax. And then he had to show me how to use them, Harry. And then poor Rock hands in the background going, I just told her how to use it. I didn't show her. I just told her. It's great. Oh, my God. I love it. (laughs) It's kind of sad a little bit. I mean, it's definitely sad. But like, it's... (laughs) Okay, that was your best bit. And did you have a worse bit? (laughs) I just... I just have, like, just... On the rewatch of the movie in particular, I think, and just being a bit more grown up and a bit more kind of aware of um, like being a woman and all that kind of stuff, just the sheer levels of testosterone and male arrogance that just like emanate from the screen as you watch the movie. It was just incredible to me rewatching it and just kind of going, oh my God, how did I not pick up on this before? It's mental. But yeah, it's great. Some, something about the movie which jumped out at me just just from watching a few clips was that um <clears throat> when they first have Jason Isaacs rock up you know and he's <gasps> yeah. and Billy Bob's like you all better listen to him he's pretty much the smartest guy in the world right and he's like I'm the smartest guy in the world and oh, you better listen to me but then cut to right suddenly when the they bring Bruce Willis and the oil rigger suddenly Jason Isaacs character is like Doi. you know. <laughs> All of a sudden, yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> smartest guy in the world. Now, well, who is it that is supposed to be the smart dude? What's that actor again? It's not Steve Buscemi. It's the, isn't it the guy who has the kid, but the the mom and the kid don't want nothing to do with him because he's oh, no good. Yeah, I don't isn't remember the actor's like, name. He's but the smartest guy in the world. This the salesman. <laughs> yeah, he's the one that figures it out. Um, it, it just makes me. It's just such like terrible terrible writing <laughs> it's just the worst writing it, yeah. ever um it's oh anyway. wait it's will Patton. will Patton. 
Yeah. Um, shocking. Terrible. Good old Michael yeah. Bay. Thank you, sir. <laughs> um, okay. Next question. Yeah. What's some weird, wonderful, freaky, stupid, interesting, terribly wrong science from Armageddon? Well, like with with this, we just we just need to just say science in general. <laughs> Let's just say science in general. Because, like, just this okay, idea that, right, like, everything is wrong about it. I mean, in reality, like, uh, scientifically, everything is wrong. Like, the, the firstly, the distinction between whether it's an asteroid or a comet. There's the composition of it, of the asteroid. There's whether they should be able to drill in it or not. Um, the discovery of the asteroid. Like, just even, like, the, the way that they do the particle distribution sizes of the bits that are coming off and coming down and essentially destroying the planet already. But, like, just the fact that you've got all these shots of destruction, you've got all this stuff that's telling them, oh, no, an asteroid's coming to kill us. We better do something about it. And they didn't notice it approaching. Like, what? They didn't notice it approaching. There's no there's no early detection of it. Um... Yeah, it just rocks But then, out. yeah, but- so then they're like, oh no, what are we going to do? And then just this bonkers idea that they're like, right, we've got these astronauts that have been learning how to drill for the last eight months. There's like two weeks left to um, before they drill, before they need to actually launch and go to this asteroid and drill in. And they realize, oh no, our astronauts can't learn how to do this drill properly. We need the genius that is Bruce Willis who designed the drill. He's the guy that we need to do it. So we're going to get the oil riggers up there because, you know, he obviously won't go without his team. So just this entire idea that it is easier for an oil rig driller to learn how to be an astronaut than it is for an astronaut to learn how to use a big sexy drill. Bonkers. I, I, saw, I watched this YouTube video where um, it's really cool, actually. It's like everything wrong with Armageddon in 15 minutes or less or something. It's really good. Just mm-hmm. totally watch it. I'll click the link in it. But like in it, he just he talks about this and he just has the line and I love it. And it's like, drilling's hard. Astronauting's for pussies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brilliant. we all know that. <laughs> drilling but might like, be hard. Yeah. It might be hard, but um, I love it. Yeah, they make astronauts look like total idiots. Yes, and then when you actually look at it, because then this made me kind of go like, okay, look, realistically, what type of people become astronauts, and how do they go into it? I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you some lay down some astronaut info on you here. (laughs) Two classes of astronaut: a military astronaut and a civilian astronaut. So, okay, get rid of the military. Well, none of these guys have military background. We go civilian. So, civilian astronaut. To become a civilian astronaut, you firstly must have a BSc in engineering, bioscience, physics, or maths. Essential. Then, most of them will need to have a master's, or they might have a PhD. You need three years of related professional experience. Not too bad so far, right? Because we could say the oil riggers, maybe they all have degrees in some sort of engineering type thing, and they've been doing it for years. So, that's the rigging and the drilling that's something professional but then you need 1000 hours of pilot in command time in a jet aircraft you have to have interviews to show you're physically and psychologically fit then you have to go through two years of basic training then you have years in mission control simulated spacewalks buoyancy tests flight proficiency 
And then once you're actually selected for a mission, you then have years of mission training all over the world before you actually get to get on a fucking spacecraft and go up into the air. So don't tell me that these guys can become astronauts in two weeks. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> Sorry, I feel very strongly about this, it yeah. seems. They basically <laughs> imply that all they have to do is get in the craft and drill. Like there's nothing else required of them whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Which is exactly. crazy. They have to operate the thing. Bonkers. They have to operate it. And they have to fly it. Okay. <laughs> I have I have a bit of science. Okay, cool. I, well, so you know when Jason Isaac is like, take a fire, no, take your firecracker and hit it at your hand. It'll be fine. Put the firecracker, close your hand around it. Your wife will have to open tomato sauce for you for the rest of your life. <laughs> Um, it reminded me, which, whatever, it, remi- it reminded me. So you have to of, wait a second, you have to wait a second. <laughs> that was a glorious Jason Isaacs impression. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, sorry, continue. So I, I love chestnuts and you have to score the chestnuts with like a deep cross in them so that when you put them in the oven to roast that the, um, the water slowly evaporates out of it and it basically won't explode. So one chestnut, this one time, I took a chestnut out of the oven and I hadn't scored it deep enough. I They were like blazing hot. I put it in a tea towel and what I do with the tea towel is I sort of crack the skin in the tea okay. towel and then peel it as quick as I can while it's hot. Um, put it in the tea towel, close the tea towel around my hand, cracked it, <laughs> exploded in my hand so it's definitely true it exploded in my hand and i had like a serious fucked up burn it took ages to recover and the chestnut just was in pieces everywhere yeah i still tried to eat it though i tried to get the big uh, little pieces anyway i just um when he was explaining that it it was like brought back memories so i just wanted to share that little story little anecdote cool um all right is that a, is that the science that you want to talk about? Which is yeah, like the, yeah. the totally everyone everyone will agree with what you're saying. I mean, we it's could yeah. There's also science that we could go into, ridiculous. but like it's not correct. And it's, there's plenty of stuff out there already debunking the science in this movie. So it's not know. correct. And I think when we compare to Deep Impact, we'll have a, we can go into a few yeah. a few things where Deep Impact I think does much better. All right, mm-hmm. make a comment on the women in the movie. The women? You mean live? <laughs> She's beautiful enough for five women. <laughs> um, she's beautiful enough for her and her man to have a little picnic because he's got all this time away from his astronauts for pussies training to just make <laughs> sweet, sweet love to her while they have her daddy dearest crooning over the radio, serenading them. I don't want to close my eyes. <laughs> I mean, talk about poor song placement. It is real weird <laughs> it's real weird that's so weird oh my god Ben Affleck as well you want you want to know something about Ben Affleck always oh nothing I'm just I was just gonna say he has no no charm oh yeah okay all right let's move on yes. deep, impact. <gasps> deep impact I watched it I watched yep. it I've got it you ready you watched it. This was your first time watching it as well, wasn't it? First time. Yeah. 
Yeah, you you've never seen this before. Awesome. Never. Okay, yeah, go on. Never go. seen it. A comet. A comet is hurtling towards Earth and humanity is powerless to stop it. Or are they? Or maybe there's two. And they can stop one, but not the other. Because actually, disaster movies, either they have a disaster which doesn't quite end humanity, but like they can still show it on the screen so that we can get all the special effects without it killing the whole of humanity. Or it's big enough to destroy humanity and then it doesn't hit, so we don't get all the special effects of disasters. But Deep Impact does both. Because they have two comets. A smaller one which hits and kills like a lot of people and then a bigger one that they stop so we get both okay yeah. morgan freeman plays a very good president of america mm-hmm. tia leone plays the protagonist and she's a journalist who uncovers the story basically and she actually dies in front of a big special effects wave which is massive that they killed the main character but her personal storyline kind of sucks Except that her mum is Vanessa Redgrave and she's kind of awesome. And then we also have Elijah Wood and Lily Sobieski playing cute kids who I guess they're in love. And there's um, a really, really good line where Elijah Wood's character is getting honoured at school because he had a role in discovering the comet. And his friend goes, you're going to have a lot more sex starting now. Famous people always get more sex. Mind you, he's like 13, 14. 13. Yeah, his reaction. I know. Really? Really? And then, and then like, Lily Sobieski, like, smiles and all her friends start giggling. So cute. Um, I kind of really like this movie. It's great. Yeah? I watched it so many times, like, when it first came out. I, I was obsessed with it. Yeah, I just I, I just thought it was brilliant. I it's one of my I remember it being one of my favorite movies. And I love that we're doing it right now, but I also a little bit feel like oh we're not going to do it justice and we should do it as a full episode sometime potentially maybe if people want maybe. us to I think we should in the future. Yeah. If people want it, as far as 90s disaster movies go, it's like a good middle plus bit more than middle. You yeah. know? It's Spielberg, say. isn't it? Steven Spielberg. Is it? I have yeah, no. Why didn't I look at it? <laughs> we re- no way we really looked into it for this. <laughs> How could it be Steven Spielberg? No wait. I don't know. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. No, no, no. It's a woman directed it. It's a woman directed it. Just say Spielberg. Go back over that. Oh, he was executive producer. Okay, there we go. I think it was directed by a woman yeah. called Mimi Leader. Um, I think it was a woman because Mimi is a yeah, yeah. It's a lady. Um. That's good. That's not something you see too often from like the 90s movies, I don't think. So that's nice. I didn't actually ever yeah. realize that's probably why it's Ooh. such a good movie. She's a classical pianist and hey. her family is Jewish from Los Angeles and her mom's a Holocaust oh survivor from God. Belgium. Oh, my Lord. Who is this lady? Who is this lady? And where is she now? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's not a Spielberg directed movie, but it's a Spielberg produced movie or executive produced movie anyway yeah okay cool (laughs) yeah cool (laughs) so yeah so you but you enjoyed it you it was the first time you watched it and you really liked it right yeah i liked it i I had fun it was good as far as a disaster movie goes although no dog (gasps) yes oh uh yeah did you have a dog did your movie have a dog i feel like i saw a dog 
Am I hallucinating? Oh, I just hear a dog right I now. I can hear That's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> There's the dog. <laughs> nice. Why am I hallucinating that there was a dog in the first bit somewhere there is not? I'm being ridiculous. Anyway, so what is your best bet or your best or impact moment or just what, what moment do you want to talk about? Okay, I want to talk about the moment where the mum, so Lily Sobieski's mum, gives the baby to Lily Sobieski. So Elijah Wood comes to oh, save yeah. save the daughter and like drive on his little scooter away from a massive tsunami and apparently it's enough to save them. Look, I'll put that to the side for a second. It's pretty silly that they're they, going up, right though. They go they go up, but you know, it's yeah. a big wave. Fine. But the mom basically is like, you know what, take the baby. Take the baby. Yeah. Gives the daughter the baby to save the baby. Oh my God. And I started crying. <laughs> Oh, did you? I was just crying. I was weeping. It really oh got to God. me. Because throughout the whole movie, the mum's like clearly in denial that they think they're all going to be saved and they're kind of like reluctant to send the daughter away with the other family. And then right at the end, they're like, no, no, this is happening. You have to go with him and take the baby. Oh, my God. I'm so proud yeah. of baby. So that's the bit that really got to me. My God, I okay. can't believe it. can't believe I was so moved by it, but I really was. It got to me really fucked with me yeah and so like like armageddon we have a bunch of people heading up to try to stop the um asteroid comet from hitting and impacting the planet and killing all of humanity um that's the main central theme of the movie and the science of it so is there anything in terms of the science of the movie um that you'd like to talk about what what have you picked out what's your (laughs) okay why, yeah, Doctor Wodega, please do impart some scientific knowledge on me. Why, yes. There was something I really, really enjoyed. Some like interesting, cool science that like added some drama that was like not needless, and it was made a lot of sense. And it was like I feel like with a lot of these space movies, they like introduce shit to make drama, but this was a cool thing that I was like, oh yeah. And basically, it was when they landed on the comet, and they basically they said that when the sun comes up, the comet is going to heat up by like 300 degrees Mm. in a second and that will cause a lot of the ice to like superheat and start exploding and it will basically be like on a minefield which makes whole lots of sense and it created some real good drama without to like avoid stepping on the things and then one of them does end up getting exploded out to space i really enjoyed that science i'll call it Mm. science drama i like the science drama so i really enjoyed that i was like cool yeah, yeah. That's, it. that's my science. That's my weird science thing. Um, that is really cool. A bad like science thing. A bad oh, yeah, science yeah. thing was that, and Armageddon does this better. Um, is that when they rode through the back of the comet? I don't know. It was kind of like, you know, it just didn't seem like much of a drama in riding out the back of a comet. And Armageddon, it was like a bit more terrifying, but in Deep Impact, yeah, it was but that- like. Well, that's because in Armageddon, it's totally fucking unrealistic. (laughs) Both of them are totally ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) But to be fair, Deep Impact like has gotten some major kudos for like having some pretty spot on science. Like, yeah, they had a lot of attention. It's the most technically accurate of these disaster movies, I think. Yeah. Or of the asteroid movies, definitely for sure. And the imagery is awesome. Because this thing... It's a bit more serious. It's a bit more serious and therefore there's yeah. less like made up drama and therefore it was less popular. 
Well, it was kind of cool and just like there's like this. So there's this thing called like impact energetics and it's like it just talks about like the energy, the velocity and the global implications of what like an impact would be based would on a comment and how it's like yeah. appears and what its entry is. And like they got all of that pretty, pretty accurate. Like, oh, yeah. but I also I thought it was really cool that they gave like timelines. It wasn't like the ridiculous thing of like, oh, we're all going to be dead in two weeks because we didn't see this giant fucking thing the size of New York City coming at us. It was like, mm. okay, they, they saw it. They realized the trajectory it was on. They were like, okay, mm. we, we'll announce it in a year. We'll try to build a spaceship first. And then we now have another year before it's likely to hit us. So we're going to try and do something about it. It was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's what you would do, mm. I guess. But, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was cool. But Abby also, that's a big-ass sky. We can only survive 3% of the sky. And that, sir, is a big-ass sky. <laughs> very good um yeah that's it yeah cool awesome so in terms of the final question for this uh for this minisode uh representation or the women say something about the women in the movie what did you think how did you feel about the women there are a lot of women in this movie firstly the main character's a woman and she's just like a normal person. I mean, even though we say we shouldn't really have much going on inside, but I think that actress, Taya Leone, she's often kind of stoic. But she was just mm. like a normal person. She wasn't like... Yeah. She, just, she, was, she was just like a, a dude, but like in a, a female. And then actually there was something I picked up on because there's a lot of conversations between women that happen in the first like 20 minutes of the movie. I don't know if you yeah. noticed this. And like a long conversations right mm-hmm. but every single one of them has a man at the center of the conversation right um and, but but the exception is that taylor only has a female colleague and they like just colleagues they just obviously have colleague based conversations that you would with a colleague but um i was like super excited about the fact that there was just women populated throughout the movie yeah it was no good. issue yeah shall we do some comparisons Shall we do yes, some comparisons? Yes, let's compare. Because I have a few points that I found in particular yeah. I wanted to compare. One is, in Deep Impact, they say ELE, extinction level event, right? Mm-hmm. And they call exactly the same thing in Armageddon. They say, we call it a global killer, sir. And I feel like that's the sign that maybe Armageddon was for more of idiot people. Because, <laughs> because ELE, oh, wow. I feel like. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I won't say that, but... That's what we call a global killer, sir, is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like extinction event is a little bit... Um, okay. Extinction level event sounds a bit more technical to me. That's yeah. all. That, that's the thing. Another comparison was, again, I mentioned riding in the back of the comet. Um, it's a bit more devastating for the crew on the, on the, well, the Armageddon crew, and it's less devastating mm-hmm. for the Deep Impact crew. And then the hand on the screen. We have two hand on screen moments one with Liv Tyler hand on screen and the other one is when the crew of the Messiah great name (laughs) um is saying goodbye to their families after they've decided to do like a suicide mission Mm. um and you have a woman bring the little baby to say goodbye to dad and they're sort of touching the screen it's a very beautiful moment sad sad yeah um any comparisons you want to bring up? 
I guess it's just, oh, oh yeah, so, well, I suppose just like the main thing in, in terms of like the detection, like the timelines that they use and yeah. this idea that like in Armageddon, it's so quick and it's like, we got to get up there now. So you kind of lose everything, even though I know that they, the guys have been learning how to drill for eight months. So like there has been some time that has passed. It's not necessarily a asteroid and then two weeks later, but it's just so much more thought out in Deep Impact, but I just thought it was interesting, that that kind of comparison. Yeah, Deep Impact is seen as being more scientifically accurate, but Armageddon did better at the box office. Um, and next week we have... Sunshine. Sunshine, Sunshine is, um, is our full-length episode. Sunshine could be up for next week. And then after that, mm-hmm. we'll continue our mini-sode series with, D- with Dante's Peak and Volcano. So... Yep. Join us. From the skies to the ground. Join us. If you have anything to say to us, you can get in touch. Science at the movies at gmail.com. You can leave us a comment on Instagram. And please subscribe, rate, review us on Apple Podcasts so other people can see us and enjoy all the madness that is 90s disaster movies and everything else we have to offer. Yes. To you guys. Well, I think it's goodbye Stay for now. Stay safe. Be safe from comets, asteroids, viruses, and we'll see you next week with sunshine. Ta-ta. Bye. Bye. I don't know why I said bye in such a weird way. Bye. Bye.